Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Leonard Lowe is going to be sharing his extraordinary story of being this the CEO of a very successful insurance company living the high life in Cape Town and giving it all up and and looking for his for for something else something bigger a, a search and a journey within um and then uh, we're going to be talking to um uh, also a beautiful stories Vivian can <coughs> I think her, I think I pronounce her surname Kanan she's the founder of Aha Africa and she brings the good news stories because as i said we we can listen to the news and we can just think that there's nothing good happening in the world. And I want to tell you, there are the most phenomenal things happening right now. People doing, achieving, contributing, creating all the time, assisting, supporting. So let's remember that. Let's just just this reset button. Should we all just press the reset button here and now? So let's get going. Are you ready to feel good? Because I certainly am. I'm going to introduce our first guest, Leonard Lowe, who's a guide. He's a coach. He's He's the author of Jump and an international speaker. Leonard, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, hello, Nikki. Wonderful. Thanks for having me. You know, it's so interesting. I was just thinking how during this time everyone is, not everyone, let me not speak for everyone, but certainly many people in fear because their lives are not the same, because things are not as they were, and we don't know what's going to happen. And yet this is something that you willingly did. You gave up the successful career, a house in Clifton, living the perfect life, and you surrendered that all to go look for something beyond. Um, which is incredible, as I said, because that didn't bring out the fear in you. That for you was adventure. Tell us a little bit about your story, Leonard. Yes, certainly, Nikki. And I so loved your intro there. Just on, uh, wow, man. Yeah, if you just listen to a little bit of that news and then, uh, wow, you can so easily drop into fear. And uh, when you walk around and you actually just look and you're in the moment and you see all the beauty around you. And uh, sorry, I just had to comment on that. I felt, I thought that was so... uh, yeah, so profound, and that's uh, and I think that's yeah, that's to get to my story. It's that um, yeah, in twenty twelve, twenty twenty nine to twenty twelve, I was living here in in Cape Town, and very much kind of what I suppose the outside world would call a you know a very successful life and so on. And and then I had this, I just had a a shift happening, you know, inner shift happening, and and and, and I just. The feelings just had a voice starting saying, you know, something, something new. And I tried to drown the voice out a bit, you know, a lot of, uh, in my book, it's quite, quite open and vulnerable, vulnerable about it. You know, a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. uh, sex, drugs and jacuzzis. And <clears throat> eventually in 2012, I couldn't, um, yeah, I couldn't drown it out anymore. So I surrendered and I, and I went on a, sold everything, gave everything away, bought a backpack and a one-way ticket to Lima and Peru. Um, and that was a five-year journey around the world, five continents, uh, 35 countries. But in essence, it was a, a an inside job. 
Yeah. Wow, it's an extraordinary story, Leonard. And I'm sure in your book, Jump, you go into great detail. And as I say to you, it's so, you know, what you willingly did, I mean, that voice was telling you for a while, you know, it was drowning you out until eventually you listened. But the voice was telling you, you know, give everything up. People are being forced to give everything up now, Leonard. You know, it's not that they're giving it up. It almost feels like it's being snatched away from them. Or maybe it is. Maybe there needs to be the voluntary surrendering. So what do you say based on your experience of surrender? I mean, what, what does that actually mean? What, what is surrender? And, and how does one get into a state when we say, let's surrender to, to what is currently happening? Uh, yes, on the, on the first part of that question, exactly. And uh, what I believe is happening at the moment around the world is, um, yeah, you know, we're shifting into, a, into another higher consciousness. And, and that has started happening with a lot of people already internally. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in a way with me, if I go back to 2012, you know, surrendering to this inner voice and this inner truth that, that are saying, you know, there, there's now something else to, to, to move towards and almost the jump in, in, inside yourself and the inner journey. Um, and really to surrender to, to what life is bringing you. You know, we so, we so conditioned to try to control everything and actually the control and, uh, the ego and all of that is an illusion. And <laughs> it's, uh, if you actually really open up and, and you start listening to what your, your, your inner voice, God, uh, the universe is saying, then it really, it really expands into so much more. And I think a lot of people, you know, are doing that around the world. People are really dropping into, into, you know, into themselves, they're starting to realize this. There's a big realization that, you, you know, we are not separate. We're not separate from nature. We're not separate from other people. And, and I think that is, I, in my journey around the world, Nikki, I've seen it so much, so, so much, you know, uh, you know, if, you, if you're in a nine to five job and you back, go to home, you know, back to home and then back to job, to the job and so on, it, it's difficult to see these things and you listen to news mm. every day and every night. But you know, around the world, I saw there's so many, there's such a mass awakening of humanity happening and so many people starting to realize the connectedness of everything. And I, I believe what is happen, happening is that on an internal level, so many people are, are starting to realize that and that, you know, they're starting connecting to nature. They don't want to harm the planet. They don't want to harm other people. You know, we're really dropping in, going into a, Higher level of, of, of being, you know, like a higher entity, higher entities, you know, and, you know, more of a love and compassion spot. And because that, because that internal thing has been happening for a while now, I mean, probably for the last 50 years and the last 10 years, last five years accelerated even more. Now that is starting to manifest in the, in the outside reality. And now things like, you know, COVID and all these things are happening and, and people are kind of a little bit distraught because they're just looking at the, at the, at the massive changes and stuff that's happening. But in a way, you know, it's actually kind of good news. I mean, there will be disruption. There will be suffering. But it's almost as if the external environment is now also starting to adapt to this big internal shift that's happening with people. And all of this, the disruption, I believe, is really going to 
take us as, as a species and as a planet into a, into a, into a, you know, evolution stage into a higher level of being. Okay. Let's pause there. That's fascinating, Leonard. And I, I like that interpretation of it. We're going to take a break and let's, after the break, talk a little bit more about, you know, what, what, what it is going to be opening up, what, what we're hoping, because for a lot of people, you know, they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So let's, let's talk about that after the break. Please stay with us. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Well, welcome back. This is the DR Link Show. We're having quite an interesting conversation with our guest, Leonard Lowe, who is a guide. He's an international speaker, coach, and he's the author of Jump. Uh, he went on an extraordinary five-year journey around the world. He visited five continents, 35 countries. You know, he sold everything. He had the high life and he decided he needed to find out more and as he said you know going within and the inner journey and so Leonard just before the break you were saying that there have been lots of changes you talk about changing consciousness how we see one another how we see the planet and you feel um, and I'm not going to use your words exactly and please do correct me if I've misinterpreted it as there is a shift that is happening and this, this shift this especially with this COVID could be accelerating the growth and you know when I think of when I I think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs and I think of the basic needs, food, water, warmth, rest, you know, security and safety. And that all before you can get to the, the esteem and the self-actualization. You're talking about self-actualization, you're achieving one's full potential, um, you know, connecting perhaps with a higher self. People are feeling during this time, Leonard, that the, their basic needs, their job, their ability to look after themselves and their family, their health, that kind of their safety and security is in jeopardy, which is quite interesting if this is going to be a time of accelerated growth. How do we marry the two? How do we join that? We, how, how do we have congruence there? Can you answer that? That's <laughs> yeah, a big that is, question. That is, that, yeah, that is such a tough one, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's a, be- it's a beautiful question. You know, that's that to be to be quite open and honest. That's also a question that I'm I'm really spending a lot of time with. You know, thinking about and you know, uh, um, you know, not struggling with, but you know, that's that is that is definitely the, the quite a key question. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you know. I think in the end of, end of the day, so there are the short-term things we need to do, you know. So we need to do, you know, you need to, you need to make a plan to get money this month and next month, you know. There are stuff that one needs to do. The practical kind of stuff, I think, you know, I think that one must continue doing, um, you know, and maybe without expanding too much on, on that side, on the business side of that, but, but maybe then to jump to the more the longer term or even medium. I don't even believe longer term. I think you know, in the next few years, next five or ten years is going to be profound. To, to then jump to the longer benefit is that I, I really we think we have to start preparing ourselves internally for what is what is coming and what is there now. So yes, there's the short term thing of you know cash flow and that stuff right now, but there's also preparing yourself for for for, for what is coming and. Um, and there, I believe, there's no choice anymore. Everyone has to, the whole planet has to jump into the inner, inner journey, um, in terms of, uh, you know, going in, into themselves, almost like a spiritual awakening, you know, starting that process. And for every person that would be at a different space, it doesn't really matter where you are. It's just to start, start the journey. So my, so my, uh, 
passion is really to to get people to to be true to themselves and to to jump into their own truth and and that's how the awakening starts and that's how it's happening and then you know when you start getting into that journey you start preparing yourself for the new world that's coming relatively fast i think okay so my understanding is you're saying absolutely i mean you have to meet your needs you have to do what you have to do to survive and so it's not just that there's the and there is the bigger picture because with whatever is going to come our way how we deal with that is going to be an inner journey. So we have to work on ourselves to be able to deal with the, the, the larger challenges or the journey ahead or whatever it is. So you're encouraging people to, to work on self, to go within. Definitely, Nikki. And you know, and, and the beauty of that is, and I think it's now kind of almost, almost totally acceptable. You know, you were saying this 10 or 50 years ago, people were probably looking at you in a strange way, but, but the beauty of it yeah. is, is that, you know, individually, as we change ourselves, then we also collectively change the change the every, everything else, you know. And I think people are really starting to get that now. So there, there's another big part to that is that if you then individually just go on your own and you do your thing and you change, you know, I mean, oh God, I mean, I think two thousand years ago that that amazing soul that came to the earth, you know, <laughs> was saying exactly the same, you know, you know, be the change unto yourself and all, you know, all of that. And a lot of the, even the religions, you know, may have been misinterpreted and uh, a, a lot, but a lot of the messages, you know, from Buddha to Jesus, whatever has always been there, you know, the change come from within and then it, the collective will change. So, so for me, that's, 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 that is so, so crystal clear is that, if, if people, the more people go individually, you know, not to worry too much about the people around you. you know, don't try to change people around you. Just change yourself, grow yourself, awaken yourself, you know. And that will, you know, then I think everyone will really start to understand that now is that when we, the, the more individual people individually change, the, the bigger and the faster the collective changes. And then, Collectively, the whole planet, things will start shifting and things will start moving away from violence and more towards love. You know, mm. this is not like, you know, this is not like the, the love and peace of the 60s thing. This is really, I mean, I think science and, and everything is starting to, to, to tie in with us now. Um, so yeah, I, I really feel passionate about that. Yeah, I, I think it is interesting. I mean, just looking at a lot of the research that is done, just, you know, with these, you talk about science with these fMRI scans and, and scanning <clears> the brain and seeing what happens to the brain when there is compassion and love. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've seen some of these studies and yeah, the brain changes. I mean, I, I do see that. I, I think that's so interesting. Uh, but that's a discussion for another day, Leonard. But you know, for you, 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 you took a backpack, you sold everything up and you traveled the world for five years. Now we're talking about people who are listening today who, um, yeah, they've got the mortgages, they've got kids or they mm-hmm. don't or they're alone or whatever their story is. Perhaps they don't have the opportunity to go on a journey as in a real physical journey. How would you encourage people? What is that first step? Bearing in mind that we've got lots of different people listening, different religions, different ideas. Is there a, is there a one way to begin the journey of awakening and going within? I, I think that, I don't think there's one way. I think there'd be, be different ways for different people and, and, the, and whatever is right for you will come to you in, in a way, you know, either by listening to this podcast or, or the next thing that comes up tomorrow. Um, 
And what I would encourage the, you know, everyone to do is to follow what, what comes. You know, so let's say mm-hmm. it's meditation and you hear yeah, was spend a bit of time on your own and meditate, then, then go and do that. If it means there's a book that, 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 that jump up at you, then, you know, read that. Um, so, so I think, I think there, I think there, I think there, I think there will be different, different routes for different people. I don't think there's just, just, just one specific thing, but it all relates to, to really going into into yourself, um, okay. and 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 and, my, and and you know, and, and, and in my book also the foreword was actually a foreword we, we didn't actually publish it, but we took it out. But my it was very, and I often say that you know one doesn't have to go on a journey around the world to do the inside inside journey. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, mm. I, I did it. I did it that way because you know it. it I really accelerated, and I really. And, and I suppose there's method in the madness, you know. It, I, I dropped so deep and I did so much that that I could maybe now help people with that. But you know, for for all of us, whether you have the kids and with the the job and stuff, there, there, there is time, you know. There's always time to make make time for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if it means getting up at five in the morning and then you know just spending our first half an hour on your own before you start switching phones and stuff on, or late at night, or lunch break, or I think it's making the time. Uh, and listening yeah. to listening to your inner truths, and the whispers are there. You know, as you're saying, the higher self is there. It's talking to us. Uh, it's just for us to open up to it. To keep quiet and listen. <laughs> then it's so, so, I mean, 35 countries, what would you say? Which country really jumped out for you? Is that a difficult one um, to answer? Or was there a, a country where you just had an extraordinary time, a combination of everything, really? Oh, Nikki, you're gonna laugh. Colombia was amazing for me. And I, now it's not, really? it's not because of the, you know, the, the party, the people, a lot of my books say the first 30 days is a lot about the crazy pod days. It's not at all about that. It's just Colombia was, Colombia was, I was just so, you know, enthralled by the people. The people were, were unbelievably friendly and, you know, that Latin uh, American culture. And it's a beautiful country. I stayed in Medellin for, for six months, months, which is uh, um, a beautiful city in, a, in the middle of, of Colombia. And, you know, the people, you walk in the street and you're looking for something, they actually walk with you and go and show you places. And, and I believe, you know, maybe because they haven't had much um, uh Tourists since, you know, Pablo Escobar and all of that. I actually stayed where place I stayed was like two blocks away from, from, from the, the place that he was shot. And, and, she was. Uh, yeah, and maybe in a beautiful city it used to be the murder capital of the world. And now it's a, it's been comparatively relatively safe place. And, um, yeah, I had an amazing time there. And it, it was mainly because of the people. And tell me, when you went to, I mean, Peru was the first country you went to. Did you, did you try ayahuasca? I mean, did you, was that part of your journey to go and, and, and do that experiment with that? I did, I did it. I only, when I, I, I went, was Peru was my first country and I went to Machu Picchu was the first kind of place I went to. And I wasn't even, you're going to laugh now. I wasn't even aware of ayahuasca of any of that. I didn't even, wasn't. Oh, even, really? Yeah. I, you know, it was like, I was, I heard the tourists and the European people talking that came for that. And I went, Oh, what's, what is this? And so it was only later, like six months later in Colombia that I did actually, ha, uh, ha, did a, did an ayahuasca journey. Uh, and, um, and that was profound. And then later in my book, I, I did a few other plant medicine journeys. I, and I, 
you know, that uh, San Pedro and uh, Sub Asylum, the, the mushrooms, and then also Iboga. So I actually, yeah, ended up doing a few journeys, but it started in, in South America. And, uh, yeah, South America was very special. And, you know, learned a bit of Spanish there. And you know, just the Latin people was amazing. And, yeah, no, it's a, it's, it was a stunning place. It must have been those, uh, you know, as you say, the plants medicine must have been quite a expansive experience. A lot of people are talking about it today. It's quite, quite interesting that even in the United States, they're looking at um, in a very controlled environment, using them to help with addictions, to help with certain mental illnesses. Um, you know, could you speak to that? Was it was it extraordinary? Was it was it? I mean, you you said you know, but was it that was that the life shifting part of it? Taking those. Uh, amazing, Nikki. You, you're right. Things in the, in the world are, and that's another example of how things, how fast things are changing in the world. Huh? You know, five years ago, if you were to say that, uh, like weed or mushrooms or ayahuasca, these things are going to become legal in, in places like South Africa and America, which is so conservative. And, mm. um, it's just, it, it's just fascinating. It also shows that, you know, that how fast the, the external world is changing and how, how quickly people are opening up to it. And, and I think it is a beautiful thing because, uh, um, it, it can help you so much and, and in, in expanding your, your consciousness and your awareness and, to, to, to answer your question about for me, yes, he did, you know, specifically, well, a few of those did, but you know, the one experience with San Pedro I had was in the Czech Republic and, you know, I was just standing next to this tree and I felt the life of this tree, uh, going, you know, I just felt it and it, I, I realized that this life is the same as the life that's in me and you know, it's, it's a different, in a different form, you know, and that is so profound, you know, once you once once you feel a life in a tree, you don't really want to kill the planet or kill the trees, you know. So I think I think it's it can really be uh, profound for people. I, I think you must be called, you know. I, and I believe that plant or the plant spirit would call you, you know, if, if you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but if you are and and if you're called, and if I say called, what I mean is that it will just come up in your in your space. People will recommend it and. You will read up on it and, and, um, and then when you do it, 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 it's, it's a, it can be a massive acceleration of, of learning. Um, so mm. yeah, I think there's great value in that. So interesting, Leonard. I'm sure you've written it all in your book. Um, and your book is called Jump. And just before we say goodbye, very quickly, where can people get their hands on your book? It is in South Africa at all the, at all the, Bookstores, so exclusive books and bargain books and, uh, Wordsworth, you know, so all the, uh, major bookstores. And it's also on Amazon. Um, um, and it's also, but it's also available on my, uh, on my website, uh, both the yeah. ebook and, and the audio. The audio book just actually came out. The audio book is also on Audible and iTunes and all of that, but it's probably much easier and it's, it's like half the price to get it directly on my website. Um, I can give you the address if you want, Nick. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, so you can get the audiobook and the ebook directly from there. If you like the physical paper book, then it's at the bookstores. Um, and then on the website, it, the website address is uh, uh, com, And then there's a very specific spelling to that. It's L-E-N-E-R-D-L-O-U-W.com.
Fantastic. Lena, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I look forward to reading your story, and uh, it's been wonderful. Take care, and I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Awesome, Nikki. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Have a, have a beautiful day. Thank you. Thanks, Leonard. Thanks to yeah. you too. Bye-bye. So, Leonard Lowe, and that's his book, Jump.